Philippines. 260 euros for a pair of Crocs, man. Those shoes pretty much broke my foot. It's only going downhill from here. What up, guys? This is Josh. And this is Fobbs. And this is the Kickback Pod. Hello, what is up, Kickback family? It's your boy, Josh, JD. Back with another podcast. I know, guys, it's been a while. It's been close to a month since the last episode, and I definitely apologize for that. I've just been insanely busy. But I do hope you guys have had a great month, especially if you love sneakers. You must have enjoyed this last month. A lot of super, super nice releases, especially from Jordan Brand. The 3s, the Reimagined, also the 4SBs. It's been a great month for sneakers, guys. But getting back to this week's episode, I have been really excited for this one. Interviewing one of my good buddies also in the sneaker YouTube space. You guys, I'm sure, have heard of him. I'm sure you've watched one of his videos, Bryce kicks i know there's a lot of people on youtube who review shoes but there's just not that many people who show you how to wear them properly so bryce is your guy if you love collecting sneakers but you also want to look good doing so and we had a great conversation we got into fashion sneakers and i had a lot of fun it's a longer episode than usual but it's great so without further ado let's get into it and we are back, the Kickback Pod once again. Shout out to all of the day one listeners. We're moving into episode, I've lost count. Is it 53, 54? I don't know. But guess what, guys? We got a big treat for you this episode because we got the most stylish man on sneaker <laughs> YouTube yeah, right. on the pod, man. None other than Bryce hey. Kicks, man. Bryson Moore. Yes. What is up, my man? How you doing? I'm doing great, man. That was a great intro. Um, thank you. I, I wish I was. Um, sometimes oh, I feel like on, I am. Dude, sometimes undoubtedly like you not. are, man. There's no, there's no competition no. when it comes yeah. to most stylish dude on sneaker YouTube. It's definitely oh. you. Who, well, who else is even that. in the convo? <laughs> I mean, for sneaker YouTube, it, it's tricky because there's so many different subcultures within YouTube in terms of like the fashion sense. But I know recently you had Drew Joyner on the pod and I know that guy. He's less so much into sneakers, although I know he does have uh, a number of pairs. But you know, in my opinion, that's uh, that guy gets busy when it comes to when it comes to fashion. Yeah, no doubt, and, no know, doubt. Drew and stuff like that. So, that was yeah, a great episode, I just don't know if he, yeah, but like you said, he's not, I don't know if he's sneaker YouTube. There, yeah. I mean, I guess there's Richie Lee, Richie Lee, yeah, 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 Eddie, Eddie Wynn. Eddie shout Wynn. out to Eddie Wynn. Hey man, he was a big inspiration for me uh, uh, starting the uh, starting my channel. So, but I'm sure we'll we'll get into all that kind of stuff a little bit. Eddie, later. speaking of Eddie, Eddie Win is one of the main reasons why I'm actually doing sneaker YouTube because when I first started, like one of my first videos ever, when which was just like no editing whatsoever, yeah. no mic. I just did like a review of I totally forgot what sneaker and he actually commented on my video and that's when I was yeah. like no way Eddie Wynn did that I gotta keep I doing know. this YouTube shit isn't it wild <laughs> how like a comment can it can like you get like whoa like I remember same thing one time uh, I commented on Mr. Former Simpsons uh, one of his videos and he responded and I was I remember being like so like what like oh he responded you know what I mean it's so funny yeah, you man. look back and you kind of laugh at it now but man and that's why you know even with my youtube stuff i've always you know tried to respond to as many comments as i possibly can and uh because it's like when you're a smaller channel as well it's like you that's like a luxury for you like you you have the time to do that kind of stuff and as you get as you grow it, it gets a little bit more tricky but that's one thing i've always tried to do is just respond to as many comments as much as possible but uh 
yeah it's wild those those early youtube guys did you ever watch yo auntie yeah of course man yeah. yo yo auntie big influence on me yeah yeah the those ogs man. Guys, the, man i would say like biggest influences by far in the beginning for me were bullet rc yeah, yeah, and uh and tony d2 wild man yeah. those two guys i know so entertaining man and they're still so like they're still so good at it i know i know i know and it's they've gotten good at like just capturing their life as well you know it's not just they there was a vlogs i remember when they were doing the sneaker con thing you know month over month it, they were recording the whole process so uh that was such a fun time and like like you said like that was a big inspiration for me getting into it and specifically with like guys like yo Auntie and um and uh, Eddie Wynn, it's like, it wasn't just the sneakers. It, they would always sh capture moments where it's like, oh, here's what I would wear with them. And I always appreciated that. And, you know, that's something that I was like, oh, if I ever started my YouTube channel, that's something that I would do. And uh, yeah, you know, all this time later, I look back at, at those moments, at those early moments and think like that was like a pillar of where I am today. Yeah, well, definitely. Uh, you know what? You, you've already gotten into some of the questions yeah, I was going to ask sorry. you later about like what was some of your early inspiration yeah. starting YouTube and all that. But we'll, we'll, we'll definitely get back yeah, into it. Yeah, but yeah. usually uh, when on the kickback pod, we always got to talk about what has been in our rotation lately. Yeah. So I can go first. So, mm -hmm. guys, I have been I, I got to come clean. I have been very wrong about this one shoe. Me and Fabian, who, by the way, Fabian is my co-host on the yes. pod, currently on vacation. Um, me and Fabian, we have been shitting since the beginning on the 990 V6. Really? And I got, yeah, because we just, we, 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 we talked about it as if it was, you know, it looked like a Skechers shoe. We just didn't yeah. like the look of it. Yeah, but yeah. man, like my mind has totally changed. I've totally come around. It is now the one shoe I just cannot get off my feet. Probably yeah. what I've been wearing the most over the last few weeks. It's just ultra, ultra comfortable. Mm -hmm. I, I would even as go as far as to say out of all the shoes in my collection right now, I would rank that all the way number one as yeah. far as like most comfortable shoe I own. That's what I hear a lot, how comfortable they are. Um, yeah, and, and it's very, very lightweight too compared to the 990 V4 and V5. It's, it's so lightweight. Yeah. It's, it's and I think pair, um, so. I think we've yet to see some of the best colorways of of them. Uh, there's only been kind of like a few, and yeah. the most notable I think has been the Action Bronson pair, which is which is great. Um, but I think that the, there's still so much more potential, and I feel like they're going to be rolling out a lot a lot more pairs of those, and I just don't see why they wouldn't. So. Um, I'm very excited about the next colorway of the Action yeah. Bronson one. Have you seen that one? It yeah, kind of looks like the Union Fours. Yeah, yeah, I have. I, I, I think I much prefer the first colorway, though. But you know how okay. it is. Sometimes you need a little bit more time to see something. I, I've only kind of seen, like, teaser photos. I know Action Bronson recently posted, like, the, I think it was, like, f the, the heel of the shoe or something like that. So uh, I think, uh, you know, as time will tell, it's definitely more wearable for sure. Um, but there's something about that first colorway that was just, like stuck with so many people it's so unique and in all the press that he did for it he kept referring to it as like a work of art and i completely agree because it's very polarizing like when you first look at it you're like yeah not sure. sure what to make of it and then you know as time goes on and you see people wearing it it's just like wow it's like a very interesting shoe I'm excited to actually try those out. They yeah. haven't released in Europe yet. And, mm. and honestly, I, I, I've been on the I don't like it side of that polarizing debate. Uh, but yeah. I think it's because I, I need to see maybe like a Bryce Kick styling video, man, because <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how to pull these off. Yeah. You know, I ha I, uh, I wasn't able to, to grab them. Um, and uh, I think I'm I think I might pass on them. But uh, yeah, there, dude, whenever it comes to like wild shoes like that. 
you know, I always try to like, you know, keep the rest of the outfit kind of like relatively muted and just like added little pops of color to, to accent it, whether it's like a beanie or a hat or like, you know, stuff like that. So it is definitely a wild shoe. Um, but yeah, I'm, hey, I'm curious to see how people are going to be styling it as well. No doubt, no doubt. So, yeah. the, so the other shoe I've been rocking a lot, and I've been really showcasing this on my IG stories. <laughs> it's the Jordan Four SB Pine yes. Green. Man, like, yes. I've never ever like I love Jordan Fours. It's yeah. by far my favorite Jordan model. But yeah. this is the first time I've ever worn a comfortable pair of Jordan Fours. So, like, really? yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I've never thought of Jordan Fours or Ones or any of those retro Jordans as comfortable per se. Yeah. Uh, maybe the Threes. I, actually, I would say the Threes are kind of comfortable, actually. Yeah. But Depends the fours, on which ones. man. Yeah, yeah. Like the new ones, the uh, white yeah. cements, in my opinion, are very comfortable. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, but, I, yeah, I would, I definitely agree. Um, although I gotta say, I think they're the the, the SB fours little overrated in my opinion. I th I think that they're they're great, but I remember you were referring to it as one, and I've heard a lot of people referring it to as one of the best collabs in the past few years. And I think they're great, and I love the 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 combination of the two, the SB with the Jordan, but. I don't know. I think it's just pretty, pretty simple, and uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with simple. And um, but I don't know. I, 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 I didn't have this like gravitational pull towards the shoe. I, th I think for me, it's because like my favorite colorway ever of the Jordan Four is yeah. the military fours. Oh yeah. And and this colorway, it's kind of like it's the same color blocking. Yeah. They just replaced the blue with the green. So and yeah. and I'm all about green. So I, I really. I really like the colorway, um, yeah, but but nice. much more than the colorway, it's about everything else with the yeah. shoe. The comfort's great. The toe box is great. The shape of the shoe is great. Yeah, that's important. It's, it's just, it's a winner. Uh, yeah. For me, it's like the best Jordan that's released so yeah. far this year. So very happy to have that. Yeah. You know what's wild? I remember when I was first like getting into sneakers, the the military fours um i remember that release and they they didn't really make us too much of a splash at the time like it was one of I those know. shoes where you could have just gone and got it on the first day they, they probably would have sold out you know by the next weekend or whatever but i remember there wasn't too too much going on with the with the, with that release and i think like it's because it was too simple or too plain and it wasn't an OG colorway that people didn't resonate it, resonate with it. And I feel like nowadays the sneaker world has changed where it's like those simple and everyday wearable colors are the ones that fly the quickest. Yeah, I mean, did, have you seen that they're bringing back an SB version of kind of, it's almost the military blues, but oh, it's really? like a slightly darker blue. Yeah, it's supposed to be oh. coming out later this year. Like it's it's like one shade of blue darker than the military blues, but everything about it, everything else about it is pretty much the same. Okay. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very excited to get yeah, that if those release. Yeah. So, so what about you, man? Uh, so yeah, in terms of uh, stuff we I've been wearing lately, um, I've been wearing some Air Max ones recently. Um, I haven't, I've yet to wear the, uh, the original, um, the, the Air Max one, um, red that came out recently, the big bubble ones. I haven't worn those yet. Um, but, uh, I've been wearing that ugly duckling pair that I got, um, a couple weeks ago. I've been wearing I've those I've seen a lot. you wearing Air Max sneakers at the gym a lot. Yeah, I wear a lot of, I wear a lot of Air Max period. Um, and my, one of my favorite shoes of all time is the, the neon 95s. And when those released, I was so excited to get those. Um, every once in a while, there's like a release that I'm like, you know, I'm just like so excited. And that was definitely one of those. Um, one of those times where I was just overwhelmed with, <laughs> but, it, but yeah, I wear Air Max a lot, especially in the gym. I do, I wear Air Max nineties, um, to, to work out in. If I have to do any sort of like, 
you know, stable lifts like squats or deadlifts, I'll, I'll swap the shoes for something a little bit more fitting for working out like the Metcons or something like that. Um, but I do wear Air Max a lot. I've been wearing um, Air Jordan 3s a lot recently. Um, one of my favorite shoes, I think, I've come to realize this recently, but like one of my favorite shoes of all time, I think might be the Amamania Air Jordan 3. Um, ever since I've gotten those, they've just been week over week just in my rotation. It's just the comfort, you wanna talk about comfort, those are great. Um, and the quality is amazing and it just goes with my aesthetic a lot. So, and then, um, my by the door sneaker, honestly, right now, you know, to, to no surprise is the Adidas Samba. It's like one of those shoes that are just, it's always there. I wear it when I go to sock my, my soccer games, I wear it there. I wear it to get fits off. I wear it to go to the grocery store. Like, it's just one of those things that it's just been by my door since, um, for the past couple of years, I got my, I got the white pair about a year and a half ago. So. Just, uh, just the standard, uh, the white, the OG white colorway. Yeah, and the black as well. I got the okay. black um, in January, and uh, I've been wearing those. Yeah, equally as 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 much. It's funny. It's become like, uh, it's. I feel like people are like, um, they 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 they're almost apprehensive to say that they like them. You know what I mean? I think. Yeah, I don't it, know what it is. I don't know what it is. It's become a mean shoe, and it's like it's a good shoe. Like I don't get like why because everybody's wearing them. Like that's a problem. Like people don't approach that with the Air Force one, you know what I mean? So it's like I I, I don't know, I don't know what it is. Sometimes My, I, people I feel just... like, especially with like you know like the older Jordan head type of guys, like oh for some God. reason I feel like they have this hatred towards Adidas sneakers. That, yeah, that's just like the just based on like some of the comments I get sometimes yeah. on Adidas shoes. Like it's it's usually these guys who just wear Jordans who yeah. think like any Sambas or any kind of Adidas sneakers are just really lame. I and, don't get it either. Yeah. I don't understand. And yeah, I completely agree. Every time I make a video on YouTube about that, and I, I even if I mention new brands that I'm like, oh, I think you guys would, they, they're, it's always, those guys are the always the loudest ones in terms of like, oh, that's trash or like, oh, like, you know, all of a sudden you're wearing, it's like, dude, why can't I just like, like what I like and, you know, live in peace, exactly, but man. what are you going to do? Yeah, I'm not saying, I'm not forcing yeah. you guys to buy them, yeah. but I like them, so I'm going to wear them. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, so, well, I mean, speak, I speaking know. of Samba, so like moving into the latest pickups. So yeah. actually, so it's been a while since the last pod. The last pod I did was almost a month ago now with Drew. And uh, yeah. I already apologized to you guys earlier for uh, the slight delay in, in pods. It's just been a really, really busy time. But as far as, so I do have a lot of pickups. So starting off with some Samba. So I recently picked up the Jason Dill Sambas. Nice. So this is this is a collab with uh, Jason Dill. He's the founder of Fucking Awesome, the skateboarding brand, and uh, he just put out a um, he just put out a Samba which is super plain, like it's just white. It's got the black stripes, but what's unique about it? It's got an icy sole, which mm. I think looks great on a Samba because yeah. the more you wear it, it's gonna start yellowing. It's gonna start. I, I, I just can't wait to see that age a little bit. And mm -hmm. th this has become kind of like a daily, almost like a daily beater for me now because like, it's just like a white, clean white pair of Sambas with some nice gold f detailing on it that you can mm -hmm. wear all the time. Uh, so, so that's been a nice one that I picked up. Nice. Of course, I already mentioned the uh, SB4s. Um, that was one of the big pickups that I actually paid a resale for. You guys know I hate doing that, but I had to for the, for the Jordan 4s. 
Uh, also, if you guys remember, starting of uh, at the start of the year when we did our New Year's resolutions, one of my New Year's resolutions would was to try out brands that I've never ever tried out before, and I accomplished that this uh, in this last couple of weeks because I picked up my first ever pair of Oakleys. Dude, so I I got myself the Oakley Flesh Sandal so nice. in the sand colorway. And uh, they're f- they're pretty fire, man. You've seen dude, these? I'm dude. They're so good. The the brain dead collab that they have, the Oakley yes. Flesh. Like, there's yeah. something about that where it's like, you don't know that you like it until you see somebody styling it on like Instagram or like any of those like hidden NY mood boards or whatever. But then when you see it, you're like, damn, that looks good. Like, I completely agree. I don't know if I'd end up picking one up uh, just yet, but like, man, those are super clean. I've seen a couple guys wear those and. I don't know what it is like when, when it's worn the, the right way which i think you'll rock it well with your aesthetic it it, it just it looks super clean so they're, yeah, they're that's a good fire pickup. man they're, yeah. they're so sick and they I look like agree. nothing else that i own you know yeah it's, it's so out there i love it 100 percent. yeah there they are i will say though they're a little bit pricey because like oh, it, really? it is a sandal and uh, the retail price i paid was like 180 euros oh, which is yeah. in my opinion like a lot for a sandal yeah. So um, that that was one thing that kind of threw me off, to be honest. I didn't expect that retail, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess like the quality on it is pretty nice. Yeah. Um, and Definitely. a couple of other pairs. So I picked up the Stussy Converse um, collab on the nice. Chuck Seventies, the Fossil colorway. Have you seen this one? Of course. Yeah. Cl- very clean. Not much to complain about there. It's just really good. But like, what do you? Okay, shoe. man. Like, I'm so conflicted about the shoe because yeah. honestly, when I picked them up and I looked at them. Uh, th- those pearls man the pearls yeah it's a bit fruity looking i'm not but, you, I'm, but your but your pants will cover it no mm, true true yeah i guess so but like you know yeah. we're, we're heading into summertime now you know planning yeah. to maybe wear it with some shorts the yeah. pearls are a bit i don't know man i'm I not they, they're very subtle though if i'm being totally honest okay but for me personally i was never i was never a converse high high top with shorts guy i don't know what it is i think it's because i got i'm short i got short legs so mm-hmm. like they're i don't know like I, I obviously have no issues wearing high tops but there's uh i don't know i've never never it's never been my thing wearing uh high top converse with shorts no i, I agree with you that's not the best look even yeah. I, I don't think the length of your legs really matter yeah. i think it's 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 I, I think high tops in general with shorts like even jordan one highs for me like i don't think it looks great with shorts i, mm. I think with shorts like low tops sambas yeah uh, converse lows i think they look great yeah 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 and and speaking of low tops for the summer my last pickup was one that i'll be honest i was influenced by tiktok on this one i picked up the puffy vans Um, those are nice those are sick man they're nice they got this like if you if you wear it with especially with some like cargo shorts yeah it's like you got the ultimate like bad boy skater look you know like it's it's like a rebellious look i love it yeah no I, I i totally agree yeah vans uh i got the um what was the collab last year um I, they're the green one they were they were inspired by like coffee it was like matcha tea there was a brown oh yeah notra notra yeah i picked up a yeah, pair of those yeah. notra vans i didn't wear them much last year but uh i'm gonna be pulling them out uh this year which is fun to do i like when it's like you buy a shoe and you're like ah, i may not wear it a ton right now but like i'll bring it out in like a year's time and people forget about it you know what i mean yeah, which is like a first uh, not a first world problem but that's some you know definitely no, that's definitely a luxury man. <laughs> yeah. for sure uh, 
What, what about you? Any recent yeah. sneaker or uh, I, I know you don't just wear sneakers. So any yeah. pickups recently? Yeah. Yeah. So in terms of sneakers, um, I got a pair of the Nike Vomeros, um in the, okay. the gray colorway. Super comfortable, man. Like one of the most comfortable shoes. The gray I've... one is one of the nicest colorways too. Yeah. Very clean. Um, and uh, I would say similar to that in terms of comfort is the Asics Gel Kyano 14. I also got a pair of those. Um, and those are equally as comfortable, if not more. Um, I got a pair of the Solomon ACS Pro, which I have been, I feel like I've been talking yes. a lot about, but man, those are excellent. I absolutely love those. And I'm excited to wear those. That'll be a good summer shoe as well, just because the colorway that I got is just gray and white and it's just very wearable. So um, I'm gonna be wearing those a lot. Um, I, of course, you know, it's been a couple months, but I got the Air Jordan 3 White Cement Reimagine. Those are excellent. I have zero complaints. I know some people experience some quality control issues. I am lucky I have not. Um, I don't think that makes up the majority of the pairs anyways, um, but those have, those have been great. Um, I also got a pair of the Merrill Hydromock AT, which is... That, a really, that, that, that's yeah. the high top uh, Merrells, right? Yeah, it, it's it's not a high top, but it, it, it comes with like a sock a liner. Do you know it's what I mean? More like a mid, it's more like a mid yeah. top, right? Yep. Yeah, and they're so good. They're clean. Like if if anyone listening, if you love um, Salehi Bembury Crocs, I would definitely grab a pair of the, the Hydromock AT. It's just, it has this very like industrial kind of like utilitarian kind of look. I know it sounds weird, but it's got bungee cords. It's got Velcro straps. It's got a sock liner. It's got this thick tread outsole. It's just very, very clean. And it's actually easy to style. Mind you, I got the white pair, um, but when you throw them on with like some cargos, like it's just, it looks really clean. Um, and so those, yeah, those are, are sick. I wanted to get the black pair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to get, uh, I think I might actually swap the white. Um, you know what? I actually got the Salehi Bembry Crocs in the white, and I wish I had gotten one of the brighter colors, which is funny enough, because my whole thing was that like it's pretty polarizing. Don't I haven't worn them before? Don't know how I feel. You know what I mean? So I'm like, let me get the white because it's it'll kind of go with more things. But looking back, I kind of wish I had gotten like the orange or like that highlighter green pair, um, just because it. I don't know. Like I when I see people styling those um, those brighter colors, I find it just like it looks cooler in a sense i don't know i, I totally agree man i i, yeah, I, I made a mistake to... getting the white pair as well yeah um but what are you gonna do you know i can still probably get a, a different pair i feel like that's a very polarizing shoe because a lot of people have sizing issues so there might actually be a ton of pairs floating on the secondary market i haven't checked um for for a decent price um but yeah i've been getting i've been buying a lot of clothes recently i've been actually doing some damage on etsy getting some some more vintage stuff um yeah, is that you know, where you go for is that your number one go-to for vintage etsy etsy and ebay ebay is probably the best although i find it's not the best user experience scrolling through clothes um yeah. but the best part about with ebay is that you can bid and and that's huge because same with grailed i would say grailed is a good is um those are like my three that i use is grailed etsy and um and ebay the thing with grailed is it's automatically in us dollars and i live in can i'm canadian obviously so it, that can some you got to keep that in mind Grailed um, is a bit expensive too i find compared to yeah, like the prices there in general are way higher yeah 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 it, dep it depends on what you're looking for for sure um but if you're looking for any of the hype stuff for sure but uh you know i i've gotten like these real tree camo pants and i got them for like 40 bucks and i was like that was a steal because I've, I've already like gotten my use out of them i wear them all the time um but i've gotten a couple varsity jackets i got this like 90s umbro like um 
like nylon track jacket. Sick. Um, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, is that like, I don't know how it's going to look and I don't know how it's going to fit. So yeah, that's the thing we'll with see. vintage, man. Yeah. Like, especially like, I, um, I, the, I, I kind of completely stopped buying vintage stuff online because yeah. like I'm, I'm just, I'm just like, a, I have a weird body type, I guess. I'm just like tall and long limbs. So usually like yeah. everything you buy vintage is kind of like shrunk, you know, so it just never fits me properly. So I, I, unless I try it on, like I'm not going to buy it. Yeah, you know, I totally get that. Um, yeah. But th- yeah, that's, that's the cool, part man. of the challenge. It's part of the part of the you know the whole thing. But yeah, that's kind of what I've been into. Just looking, you know, same with eBay. You know, just kind of browsing. And I buy I buy a lot from Essence as well. So. Yo, I know. I wish. I mean, I wish there was yeah. like good shipping options to Europe for Essence. But Essence oh. is like pretty expensive over here. Well, you but- have End. And is yeah no we got we got end but but yeah, yeah I mean like I'm always like you know sale whenever there's a sale anywhere like I'm 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 I, I'm I'm make sure I'm signed up for the newsletters so I get like uh, notified yeah. early and all that yeah man oh 100 just definitely got a shopping addiction man got a but yeah just one sure. quick shout to uh, to Stussy I feel like of all of the brands like every time they drop something it's immediately got my attention just because their stuff is very wearable I find and there's always like a couple like yeah. loud pieces so. Of but like even the loud pieces are ground. fire. Oh yeah, like yeah. yeah. I've been man, they're they're a little pricey, but uh, the the latest spring collection they dropped these bomber jackets that look Im- amazing. But I think mm-hmm. they're like five bills, so I was like, nah, like you know, there's yeah, so many no, affordable man. bomber jacket options. To so like paying five hundred for for bombers a little bit tough. Dude, I go to, I go to London all the time, and yeah. I've noticed like throughout the years, uh, every time I go to London, the lineup outside Supreme and Palace, for example, would be like an hour long at, at yeah. least, right? And yeah. nowadays, whenever I go to London, there's no lineup at all outside Supreme and really? Palace. The lineup is outside the Stussy store. Really? Eh? Yeah. So it's kind of it's kind of crazy how popular the Stussy store Stussy has gotten. Because in the past, men like there was never a lineup. I could just walk right into Stussy. But now, yeah. like I gotta wait at least half an hour to get into Stussy. No, I know, and I yeah, I yeah, I would yeah, I totally get that. Supreme like Supreme is just one of those things where I feel like it it was certain that this was gonna happen, where the the hype was gonna take a dive just based off the sheer amount. Like I don't know if we really realize like the sheer amount of clothes they drop per year. There's so many things, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I've I've started to really get back into Supreme though. Like yeah. I, I lo- like you know what I love about Supreme now? I love that they're not hyped at all. Yeah. So th- yeah, because like they're actually dropping some of the most fire pieces, and the best thing ever is a Supreme store opened up literally ten minutes like walking distance from where I live in Berlin. Nice. So like perfect. I'm just like anytime there's something I want, I just fucking walk up there, go grab it, and and like it. Yeah. There's no lineup, there's no hype anymore. I love it. It's it's yeah. this is like where. This is like my favorite time to be like into Supreme when you don't have to fight with all the hype. Yeah, and even like uh, their iconic like graphic tees that they come out with, um, you know, when you throw that on with like like a like a jacket over top, like I feel like it's just it's a very clean look, adds like a little bit amount of detail, and then for people that know, they're like, oh, like he knows, you know what I mean? It's like one of those things. Yeah, for sure. That's I, I like it a lot. All right, Bryce, man. So yeah. we've, we've, we've been talking a lot. Let's get into the questions, man. The audience, yeah, man. the fans. Like, first of all, a lot of people definitely requested to have you on the pod wow. because, of course, like, I think we have a lot of, like, similar audiences. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, uh, and, of course, people, people want to hear from 
the swaggiest dude on, on sneaker youtube yo that's for a lot sure, of pressure man. bro yo come on man like you just gotta own it man own okay, the title all right, all right. you earned it i'm the king <laughs> all right that's me yeah no i, I totally get it but the thank you yeah i mean it's, it's all right, so, so so let's 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 kind of go back to like where it all began so first of all were, were you um were you have you always lived in toronto were you born there yeah, so I, I, I grew I was born in Toronto and um, for the vast majority of my life I've lived in Mississauga. For those that don't know, it's like a suburb, 20 minutes literally from Toronto. And that's kind of where I went to school. It's where I grew up. But, um, you know, I was, you know, in another Toronto my whole life. So I've been in the, the this area like since day one. Okay, so... Yeah. So me too, of course. Like I grew up and spent most of my childhood in Toronto. So yeah. in my opinion, it's quite a difficult city to be fashionable, mainly because of the climate, yeah. right? So like it's a, it's super harsh weather. So right. growing up in that type of city, right? Like what was what was some of your like earliest fashion inspirations? Where did it come from? Like how did you even yeah. get into? How did you even get this interest in fashion? Yeah, absolutely. So I think when I really look back on it, like think of the early days or where this all came from. Number one, I think it came from like my mom. Like my mom is like a fashionable person. She's very always been very stylish and into clothes. And, and uh, so when I really think back of like where I get that creativity from and where that interest from, like ultimately it probably came from like her side. And my dad, for example. Oh, shout always, out to Bryce's mom. That's, that's crazy. That's right exactly and like my dad for example has always been into like weightlifting and like that active kind of lifestyle and so i like i get parts of that from him and uh that's like the earliest i think i would say because even you know growing up in, in preschool and grade one like grade school like my mom always would like try to like dress me kind of swaggy you know in, in whichever way possible i wore a lot of like hand-me-downs because i have an older brother and stuff like that but it was always like oh let's look presentable kind of thing and then when I look back on like uh, my interest in shoes and clothes, like there are very specific like pop cultural um, instances that I look back on and think like that played a very big part. And number one, I think, um, I think it was 2002, there was a song that like took over, it swept the nation, whatever you want to call it. And it was from a, a rapper from, I think he's from St. Louis. And the song was uh, Air Force One by Nelly. And Nelly, I specifically man, of remember asking my cousin to burn a CD and put that song on the CD so I can listen to it on my Walkman. And, um, you know, I, I remember, like, when you're a kid, you have, the, you, you have the attention span where you can listen to the same song over and over and over again. And that's what I did with that song. So when you're a kid and you know, it's 2002, and I think I was in grade two, um, and you have Air Force One, Air Force One in your, in your ear all the time. You guess what? You're going to grow up wanting a pair. So I think that year, like the next year, I was like asking my parents for a pair. And uh, I remember I went into Foot Locker and there was a red, uh, red uh, Air Force One with a gray swoosh. And they ended up getting me the black with the gray swoosh, which in my opinion is probably a better vibe. So that was like one of the very early um, instances that I can remember. And then there are, there are a couple others. Um, my cousins have always been into sneakers ever since I can remember. They would come over to my house at our big family gatherings. And um, it was like, oh, whoa, those are cool shoes. You know what I mean? And one time I was at my aunt's house and my cousin Aaron specifically, 
um, he, I, you know, after I had complimented him on his shoes or whatever, he's like, oh, come, let's come look at my shoes that I have in my, in my collection. You know what I mean? And I was like, whoa, you have a collection. And so I went into his room and there was like floor to ceiling stacked with shoe boxes. And like my jaw hit the floor. I was like, holy <laughs> crap, like this Crazy. is insane. And so for the next 20, 30 minutes, or whatever, he would pull out a pair of shoes, talk to them, uh, uh, with me about them and like, just kind of break them down. And I remember there were specific ones like the Air Jordan 3rd where I was like whoa these look so cool and he's like yeah they're inspired by like the cat or whatever like you know just stuff like that and another one was the Air Jordan 17 in a briefcase when those first released they came out in a silver briefcase and he clicked it open like it was like a money heist or something and he got like this briefcase <laughs> full of and he opened it up and it's inside of his Air Jordan 17 with a CD-ROM and like there's a little tab on the heel that says peel off and it was just like Oh, I was, I, my, my brain just exploded. So, um, you know, those were some of like my earliest memories of like being into sneakers. And ever since that moment, I was like, oh, I want a pair of Jordans and like that kind of thing. So those were some of like my earliest inspirations of how I got into like shoes and, and clothes. But one thing I will say it, it, it was shoes first before I got into, to clothes. Wow, man, you're you're lucky, man. You got so many inspirations, yeah. uh, so many people in your family who who, were, yeah. who made sure you always look good, oh, who yeah. gave you lots of fashion inspiration. That that's crazy because I had no one in my oh, really, family, eh? man. So yeah. that's uh, that's that's crazy. That, yeah, that, that's like, awesome, man. Like and and uh, so so you also first got into sneakers before you before the the fashion came later. That's correct. Yeah, and um, another another thing was uh, you know so I was like okay cool. So when I saw my cousin's uh, sneaker closet, I was probably in like grade seven, right? So I'm like, okay, um, you know, the next year I was like, okay, I want a pair of Jordans, right? Because I, I was still at the point where I was like, I, you know, as most kids do, where it's like one one pair of shoes a year. Like when the school year starts, like that's when you get your pair of shoes that you're going to wear until the next school year. And so I remember asking for like Jordans and they're like super random at the time, like Jordan 1s were not hyped. And there was a pair of these Jordan 1 lows that were green with a silver swoosh, like they, with a like white paneling, like they, they looked really nice. Um, they're called the Jordan One Low Northside, which is like very obscure shoe um, by today's standards. But that was like my one of my first pair of Jordans. I I mean to call them retros is is a little. I, bit... I gotta look those up. I've never dude. Even look heard them of those. up. Look them up. Jordan One Low Northside. They had a bunch of obscure Jordan One Lows just because like nobody. Why really were they called the Northside? Was it like something I don't Toronto know. related? Maybe I'm not 100 percent sure in the history of it, but. Um, they uh uh they had they said north side on the heel i believe yeah they do all right no they're kind of they're they're clean man they're pretty clean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. exactly so um yeah and then uh, the other one was like those because i didn't know anything about shoes like i i didn't have the education yet so i went into Foot Locker and like what do they have on the shelves it was like the the flight models right so i had the the all white jordan flight whatever they're called they were all white with like chrome details on them very clean looking shoe like it wasn't like even to by now's like by today's standards it's, it wasn't tacky it's still a team jordan but like from there you know that was like where my collection i would say started to grow and then um, when i was in ninth grade my cousin 
um, literally like came over to my house because I once again, this is when I was really getting obsessive with shoes. Like at the time I had MSN and like my display picture was like a pair of Air Jordan 1s. You know what I mean? So I was MSN, bro. Yeah, those, yeah, those yeah. Days, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and so he literally hands me a shoe box and inside the box, he's like, here you go. And it's a pair of Air Jordan 5 in the wolf gray colorway. And that was like my first retro. And that's when shit really hit the fan in terms of like, yo, like. I cannot wait to wear these a and B like I need another pair. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's kind of how it all sort of went down. You caught the bug. Yeah, man. Oh man, that's that's cool, man. Really, really, really cool to yeah. hear about how you got started and with all this. So yeah. we know we know like where your inspiration for sneakers and fashion kind of came from. Yeah. And you kind of answered this earlier, but yeah, you have now been doing YouTube for a few years. So what, yeah. like when you first started? Um, like what actually made yeah. you want to start a YouTube channel? Because liking shoes is one thing, but then going on YouTube and talking about it, that's that's a whole different thing that not a lot of people do. So what kind of <clears throat> made you want to do that? Yeah, exactly. So I had been, um, be, because of my newfound interest in shoes uh, around you know 2008, 2009, like I was just absorbing as much content as I possibly can. So the first few resources that I landed on were uh, of course, complex. That's where I got a lot of my education in terms of like, because they would put out these elaborate lists of like top 50 greatest Air Force Ones of all time, top 50 great uh, greatest Nike Dunks of all time. And you're like, whoa, these are cool. You know what I mean? And that's how you learn about the collaborations and the legendary pairs of like Stussy and Huff and like all those collectible pairs, right? And so through doing that, and I think through Google, like, you know, you land on these videos of people reviewing some of these shoes that you're looking up and you're like, wow, like there's people on here that are talking about shoes. And, you know, that's how I landed on guys like Mr. Fomer Simpson. And there were so many early guys that aren't even doing it anymore. But like, this is a real deep cut, but there was a guy named Mr. Crispy Coyle. And he would he was like a New Balance guy from like Pittsburgh. And that's I was like, wow, this guy's like obsessive about like New Balance sneakers, which at the time like was was very niche. You know what I mean? And um, I had like so I had wanted to I, was, I always had thought like, oh, I could picture myself talking about shoes online. But like, you know, I, I just would make excuses because I was like either self-conscious or just didn't have the confidence or like I would say like, oh, I don't have enough money to be able to do these elaborate shoe hauls that these guys were doing where they're like buying four or three, four pairs of shoes at a time. You know what I mean? And so um, I just like kept putting it off, kept putting it off. And then there were guys like, you know, like we like we had mentioned uh, prior, like Yoanti and um, um, Eddie Wynn where they were doing stuff, but um, they it just seemed when they were doing it, maybe it's because I look like those guys where I was like, I can picture myself doing this. And, and then eventually, you know, you build it up and you're like, today is the day where I'm just going to make a video. I'm going to upload it and see what happens. And then. Um, it was 2008, February, 2018 is when I uploaded my first video and it was a, um, an OVO Jordan eight review and collection of like a couple other OVO pieces that I had, which was like a hoodie and a couple t-shirts or whatever. And then that, since then, that was like where it all sort of started. That dude. So you started your channel literally a month after me. <laughs> no way. So we literally started pretty much at the same time. That's crazy. Isn't that wild? So That's yeah, I crazy, think, man. I think at that time also it was like, there are guys 
like that are building careers off this like i know that's not really why i started it in the first place but it it just seemed like that whole like the sneaker industry the content creator industry like everything was sort of booming and like beca- becoming really big and there was guys like Casey Neistat that were making good, cool YouTube videos and you're like, oh, maybe I want to film a vlog, you know what I mean? And so that's where, like the first couple of videos that I had uploaded as well were like vlogs and like, you know, that have like zero views and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, like it, it kind of was like all sneakers and lifestyle stuff that I had sort of started with. And then as time has gotten over, I think I feel like I've like focused a bit more on, on the types of content that I make. So uh, when it comes to your content, so yeah, in, so when you started your channel, did you start it with the intention of you know mainly focusing on sneakers, like, or when did when did you decide to yeah. uh, focus more on like that fashion aspect of, about sneakers? Yeah. So um, once again, I was just kind of th- throwing shit at the wall just to see what stuck in terms of content, like just making like random stuff, like lifestyle stuff. But it was always because of my first upload, it was always sort of in the vein of like clothing and shoes, just because that's what I was most interested in at the time. And I did have that in mind when I started my channel. And um, I remember that year I had bought a Supreme fanny pack and I was like, oh, let me make like a styling video on a Supreme fanny pack, like super random, right? And I made, and I feel like that trend had like kind of picked up, right? And keep in mind, this was the days of like skinny jeans, uh, off white t-shirts, like Supreme, Bape, like that's kind of the peak of that era. And so um, I had when I had uh, done the the video of uh, uh, the fanny pack, I think maybe I had like ten thousand views in like a week, and I was like, oh my god, like I couldn't <laughs> believe. And it's such such a terrible video. I still have it up. If you if you want a good laugh, you get, you guys can watch it. But um, that was that was when I was like, wow, like there's like a desire for for videos. But I didn't know why the video had done so well. It wasn't until later when I was like, oh, let me do a little bit of research as to like how to get more views on a video or like how to sort of you know make the most out of this opportunity that I realized that like it, the reason why that video had done well is because for whatever reason, people were searching for that type of content. And like that has inspired uh, uh, my content to this day of like, I would like to make videos that people are actively searching for. Yeah, that's that's a smart strategy, man. Yeah, that's that's kind of and it, and it's sort of you know a strategy that you do whether intentionally or unintentionally where when you do a sneaker review like you're making that review and the types of people that are watching it are curious to see how the shoe fits how the shoe looks on feet what are the close up details of it um, and at least that's one of the reasons why right so yeah um, for sure for sure like I mean like especially um, I think if you make any kind of review type of content doesn't even yeah. have to be sneakers. Um, you're always like the majority of your audience is always going to be search traffic. It's yeah. just people looking for that particular product and they find your video, right? Yeah, um, no, exactly. Yeah. So that's, yeah. uh, that's, so yeah, that's kind of like what my content looks like today as well is like, you know, I, like I said, I try to make videos that people are searching for and, um, and, uh, that's kind of what I do, but I like to mixing, mix in things that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just generally passionate about or interested in. Um, like I have a series on my channel where I review outfits of my subscribers, my followers, where they uh, send me outfits and I d- discuss them. And it's just kind of one of those like community building types of videos that I love to do. And it's very much like a podcast style in terms of like, I, you know, I open the intro of the video. It's just me, you know, talking about how life's going. And uh, it's just one of those things that I, that's really fun to do. 
Um, and uh, yeah, I feel like now the career that, I, that I'm at currently at with my YouTube is I have a little bit more freedom to sort of experiment with different types of videos. Um, and uh, yeah, it's fun. That's, that's when the most fun for me uh, making videos is when you stumble on upon a topic that you didn't know people were necessarily interested in hearing about and the video performs well and people are commenting and it also helps to grow your channel as well. Yeah, for sure, man. So a lot of your audience, you know, they see your videos, they see the final product, right? And and, and yeah. you always got the nice thumbnails and everything. Um, but like most people don't really understand how difficult it is to actually put out content, especially the type of content you make, which is like, you know, you do like 10 outfits in a video yeah. and they'll just see you like snap your finger and just go from one outfit to the next, but yeah. they don't see all of that work that goes into it. So maybe... Yeah. How about uh, how about like you maybe for the audience like describe your typical week yeah. as a content creator? Yeah, so my typical week as a as a content creator is um is uh yeah so basically the week will start off and um i i, I if i don't have a video planned that's like the first like my main week revolves around me uploading a youtube video any TikTok or instagram posts that i upload is all just because i have the time and the the extracurricular time that you could say to to be able to upload that uh which i still put a main focus on you know i try to show love to all of the social media channels but really like my number one priority at the week is uploading the YouTube video and my process for uploading is basically I come up with a topic sometimes I have three four five ideas that I have planned that I need to to get out sometimes it's less and I'm sort of scrambling to like okay like let me just take this time to really be thoughtful and make a video that um, that I that I care about making and then from there I'll, I'll it'll take me anywhere from three to four sometimes an entire day to sort of plan the type of video um, in terms of what I'm gonna say certain videos I do script, um, which take, which adds a lot more time to it. Um, and other videos, I, I kind of just like speak off the, the cuff, which I enjoy doing. It's a little bit more natural that way as well. But sometimes I find like with my outfit videos, people, the audience retention is much lower. So I try to be very specific with what I say and try not to ramble too much. Um, because I like to show visual references of what I'm um, saying on on screen so with whenever I do like how to style an Air Jordan 310 ways I try to like I said just whatever I'm speaking about have like a visual reference on screen um, but yeah it starts with the preparation and then I do the setup in terms of like you know um, setting up the lights the the microphone and the mic stand which will take anywhere from like you know maybe one to two hours to make sure the framing is right and then I'll hit record um, recording believe it or not is actually the lowest amount of time um, that it takes when I hit record, it, you know, I try to like not, like I said, ramble too much or have any dead air. I try to make the edit as quick as possible. And, but so maybe my filming will take like 30 minutes um, to which I cut down to anywhere from 10 to 5 minutes depending. And then the editing is probably the most time consuming where it'll take, you know, anywhere from maybe 5 to 10 hours, including yeah, for the, sure. the YouTube thumbnail as well, which is obviously important. So um yeah so that's that's kind of how it is and usually the process for me making a video to posting it and takes anywhere from like three to four days and it's uh i'm at a point right now where i'm trying to like find help you know trying to find a video editor but the problem is is that it's like i need somebody who is like kind of well versed and like the sneak like it's hard to find like a, vi a sneaker yeah, video I totally editor. Get you know what you, I mean? man. 
Trust so, me, I, I, I got the same issue. Like, I, yeah. it's, it's so difficult, especially like when it's your video and you have like a particular vision for it. Yeah, it's really difficult to get a third party to edit it. That, it's that's, very that's, that's yeah. And for the viewers, like editing a video is very personal. Like it, it, like you want it to be edited in a way that you care about, in the way that it almost reflects your style. And I and I worked with a video editor once, and the video came out fine. But it just it felt like, and I have to get over this over time. Obviously, as I expand and like try to upload more, like if I do hire a video editor, the ultimate goal will be to free up time so that I could post more. But uh, uh, it felt like, uh, I don't know, it felt like very impersonal in a way where it's like, oh, I didn't yeah. have like my final say on this. And also he was editing on a different platform. So I wasn't able to put like my final kind of touches on it. So like if I were to find a video editor, they would have to use Final Cut Pro. They would have to like be well-versed in sneakers. And like that is so specific. Um, and it's been a challenge to find somebody that meets all those qualifications. So I feel like I'm going to have to get over that uh, eventually. Yeah, I agree. It's tough, man, because like it's it's your art at the end of the day, you know. And, yeah. And uh, yeah, I just having someone else work on it. It just for me it takes the joy yeah. out of. I actually really enjoy it's editing and, and doing cool yeah. edits and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Me too. Likewise, um, some of them. I so I do certain types of videos where I talk about like fashion trends, um, and uh, those ones are so time consuming. Like I'm talking like 15, 20 hours to edit. It's wild. Like it takes me multiple, multiple days because I want to find a visual, like I said, visual reference of what I'm talking about. But I also like to switch the the image every two seconds. And uh, yeah, it, no, that's it's very difficult to find that. And one of the big relevations uh, for me was Pinterest. Like literally like maybe five, six months ago, I just started using Pinterest for the first time. Uh, so it, they have a great search engine. So if I am talking, I could just type in like Adidas Samba outfits and it'll come up. Meanwhile, if I did that on Instagram, you'd get a whole bunch of crap. Like Instagram yeah, is no, such that's, a that's a good point, man. I should, I should keep that platform. in mind. Yeah, oh, yeah, sure. yeah. Cool. So, okay. All right. So thanks for, thanks for giving me your whole process. It's, it's very relatable. Uh, yeah. I gotta say, because, uh, I spend most of my time editing and now I'm spending a lot more time editing because I'm starting to realize I truly enjoy it. Like I'll, uh, my last couple of videos, I've 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 spent so much time editing, yeah. and it's just it's just been fun. It's just been fun trying out new different things. Totally. Um, yeah. Okay, so l let's get into so 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 far being a content creator. What's been maybe some of the coolest moments you've had? Uh, yeah. Like so it, it it could be even being recognized on the street, which I'm sure yeah. you have by now. Yeah. Yeah, so that's definitely very cool. That's always like appreciated when someone says what up. Like that's it's been really cool. And funny enough, like the time the times that it's happened the most has been with my uh, fiance, which I think is like cool because it's like oh, that's even better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whenever there's somebody with you, that's when you <laughs> that's when it feels the best. And one time, dude, one time it happened to me at Best Buy when I was with my fiance and her parents. So when we moved into our, our condo, they were like, we would love to get you a housewarming gift, which would be a TV. And I was like, wow, that's so generous. Thank you. And they, they were like, okay, let's go now and we'll go pick one out. So I was like, okay, cool. So we went into Best Buy and you know, from her parents' perspective, they're like, oh, I hope, I don't know really know specifically what this guy does, but like, I hope, uh, you know, he's supporting and holding his, you know, which I obviously do. <laughs> but, and uh, 
so the, we had a guy in there and very very nice guy and he like came over and was like hey like i watch your videos and like i think at that moment they were like oh okay like people clearly oh, tune into cool, what this man. guy says so yeah the fact that it happened in, in front of uh you know my future mother and father-in-law i think is is is, is oh, really timing good. couldn't have been better that's <laughs> shout out to that guy yeah but definitely some my most like precious moments i would say is just meeting other creators like you know when we met for the first time it's just i find it so cool when you see somebody on screen that you've watched so much and then you see them in person you're like this is a surreal moment to be able to like chat with somebody that i admire or that i've you know met with or or at least seen on screen for for all these number of years and um yeah for you know, sure I th- man i felt i yeah. felt the same when when we met uh, uh yeah just hanging out i'm like man this guy's so cool and, oh thank you and and, you, and by the way if you guys can't already tell by listening to this pod bryce is like the same guy on 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 his videos <laughs> and in real life like he's just like he's just down to earth cool yeah dude. thank you and but yeah last last summer uh i met i had the chance to meet uh johnny ty which is which is which was awesome um if you guys don't know he's big into fashion as well and uh, he's got a great channel so meeting him was really cool um met a couple other people and then in a, in a month's time i'll um i'm gonna I'm actually gonna meet up with uh there's a guy on youtube jose zuniga he's uh teaching men's fashion that's his so he's got a big uh a channel as well so i'm gonna have the opportunity to meet him so that's cool um launching my own clothing line was was cool um uh, but it is i kid you not um it's one of the most challenging things i've ever done and it's i've only put out one drop like it's it's so interesting when you when you are tasked with designing clothes the like i have so much admiration for people who do it at such a high level because i love clothing and i'm very passionate about it but like the moment you ask me to design my own thing it's like I, my mind goes a blank like so, imagine somebody giving you a blank canvas and then being like oh make a nice painting that you would actually be willing to hang up in your house it's very very difficult and the process takes so freaking long like literally in last september i have been planning my next drop and i i'm like just getting samples and like you know so it's so difficult to source good manufacturers and decorators and the designers it's the process takes so long and like yeah it's been one of the biggest challenges but obviously when when people are willing to spend their own hard-earned money on something that i've designed that's obviously very cool and something that i've um you know, been very appreciative of. Um, but yeah, I would say those are sort of the two. And then also being able to get to the point where I, where I am a full-time creator, that was also very cool for me as well. Uh, just because it, it, in many ways, it was like validation of hard work where it's like, I have enough sustainable income where I could be doing this full-time. And um, so I would say those sort of three things, you know, meeting people, putting on my own clothes, and then, you know, becoming a full-time creator, I would say those are the three sort of most exciting moments so far. No, that's awesome, man. Great yeah. answer. All right, let's let's get into what we're here for. We're here to talk about kicks, man. We're here <laughs> to talk about sneakers. So first yeah. of all, I got to talk about your um, that reel you did, which is your entire sneaker collection. Yeah. Which I I, th- I think I have the most liked comment, by the way, on your reel. Oh, do you? I got to check. Yeah. This. What was it? Yeah. Uh, I left a comment there saying this is the greatest uh, sneaker collection video I've ever seen because it's yeah. straight to the point. Yeah. And uh, and a lot of people seem to agree with that. And yeah, man, dude, I'm I'm gonna say it again. Like, dude, I I loved the idea. Just just like like every single sneaker. Like, I was like, man, I wish every sneaker collection video was just like this. Like, just show me all your sneakers. 
I don't need to know like the story of how you got every single one. Right. Just let me see your sneakers. And yeah. I thought it was so well done. Yeah, that, um, that one. And I'm like, one, I, uh, yeah, yeah, it went pretty viral, right? On, yeah, on your, on, um, well, yeah. yeah, it's my it's my most watched reel, which I wasn't expecting. But the style of that video was influenced by a guy on on Instagram. His name's like Dom Catlett, I believe, or Dominic Catlett, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, he he does those uh, style of videos where there's super super quick cuts. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I, it's, 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 it's like, you can't look away in a sense. It's weird, especially with like, when you hear the audio of like them slamming against the stool yeah. that I had to put them on, like, it's very like, you're like, oh, I can't look away. You know, it's just interesting. Um, but yeah, that video took me a very long time to make and of it's course. like 15 <laughs> seconds or something. So literally, cause I had, we, we were speaking about this earlier. I have a, um, I, I have a storage unit in my, in my condo and a lot of the, this, uh, the shoes that I'm not currently wearing are in, in that storage locker. And, uh, you know, I, I had to bring all of, all of those shoes up and, you know, first world problems, I know. But uh, then I had to like record myself slamming them, you know, but it was very important. I could, the stool couldn't move. The camera can't move. If any of those things change, it ruins the whole thing, in my opinion, at least. So it was, I had to be very particular with how the video was shot and how the audio was recorded. And I'm glad that everything sort of turned out. Yeah, no, it, it, it was great, man. Um, yeah. and I was I was bummed on myself for like I mean, how did I I, I should have thought of that. <laughs> that that's, that's you can a, still do it. What do you mean? No, no, I'm not gonna no, I'm not gonna steal your whole video oh, concept, I man. No, 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 I'm not gonna do that. That's that's you, you should do it. Man. It's yours. It's yours now. It's, it's your not, idea. But it's but it's not. It, it's my idea. But like I like I drew inspiration from this guy Dom Catlett who does these super quick edits where it's like pack with me to New York and it's like he drops each individual clothing and like you hear the visual references or you know those people that do like oh like uh it's like a uh fill my fridge where it's like the they like fill their their fridge is empty and then they fill it up with like like that's where i like i drew inspiration from so it's definitely not my idea and you could totally and i think you should do it if if you're down i mean it's totally up to you i I mean i I need to do a collection video because my audience has been asking me that for a while yeah yeah. let's break down your collection for me so like first of all like how many pairs do you have and also what what are the brand ratios like like what yeah, percentage of it is adidas or whatever so i would say um i i probably have around 60 pairs of shoes um of sneakers and then i probably have maybe 15 pairs of other shoes because i don't just wear shoes all the time i've got boots that i that i like to wear i've got things like doc martens oxfords loafers that kind of stuff so i probably have around like 75 ish pairs of shoes um total which it's funny because i used to think that i wanted like hundreds of hundreds of pairs of shoes but you you become like a whore. at least i don't i don't have a space for any of that stuff so i'm i am very like particular and like even just like i'm giving uh my brother t- uh, today for example my um anniversary pair of air max ones just because i've gotten the new big bubble one so it's like why do i need my anniversary pair plus they're half size too big and my brother that's his shoe size, so I'm gonna give those to him. So I'm constantly trying to like lower my collection. Um, and but the the breakdown I would say is majority Jordans. I uh, I uh, I've always because that's kind of my roots. I've always been into Jordans, um, and I would say I have more Jordan ones than any other pairs of shoes. Um, and then 
I would say second is probably a tie between maybe Nike and New Balance. It's funny, in the past few years, I think I've bought more New Balance than I have any other pair of shoes, maybe. Um, and I, on a week-over-week basis, I, I probably wear New Balance the most. I just... The way that like my sort of you know way I dress is just very aligned with how New Balance I guess you could say look and it's just they've been putting out a ton of great shoes obviously you know you know it goes without saying so um, and then I would say I probably have the least Adidas I would say although that's not like for a specific reason I love Adidas um, but that's just kind of how things have worked out um, but yeah I think I would say that's kind of the breakdown and then Nike it's a lot of like uh, you know. Um, dunks, for example, I had a lot of, I have a lot of dunks, um, you know, Nike craft, uh, general purpose shoe I have, uh, and some of, some of those other like special specialty pairs, Vimeros, you know, that, that kind of stuff. And that's kind of like the breakdown. I've, I've noticed also, and it's been really nice to see. I've noticed that you started to rock some Solomons too, like over yeah. the last couple of years, because yeah. I've been on this Solomon gang for, for a while now, because yeah. it's a very popular shoe here in Berlin. And whenever I'm in Canada, I don't see a single person rocking Solomon. But yeah. have you started to notice that maybe your audience, you know, asking for some Solomon content or have you noticed uh, more people wearing Solomons? What's the deal with it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, it, it is one of those things where you do, and this is such a 2023 thing where it's like, I do kind of see more people styling them online than I do on the streets. Um, especially That's when I fact, go to like though. fashion, you know, events or whatever. Um, but I wear them, I, they're late. It's been, it's a rainy season right now. And Solomon is one of the best shoes to wear, uh, especially with that, uh, uh, particular thing. And they're very easy to style. Like, but yeah, you know, because, uh, you know, most of my content or most of my followers are probably used to more Air Jordan and Nike content, you know, when I do try to mix things up, some people have some words to say, which is totally fine. People are very, you know, valid for their opinion. But, um, you know, I tr always try to mix in Solomon's as much as I possibly can, especially when I do like my more like, if I'm not doing a very specific like Air Jordan 3 styling video or Air Jordan 1 styling video, and I every once once a season usually I'll do like spring 10 casual spring outfits or 10 casual summer outfits. Those are the opportunities where I get to wear Solomons and like more any shoe that I kind of want, um, which, it, which is great because sometimes it can be challenging to sort of force a shoe into an outfit, if that makes any sense. Um, so uh, I love the freedom of being able to sort of wear whichever shoe that I want. Uh, and I try to do that as much as I possibly can. So, spe so speaking of which, so so far this year, what would you say are some of the some of your most favorite sneakers that you've been wearing this year? Um, this year, um, we mentioned this before we started, but definitely the Adidas Samba. It's, I've been campaigning for the the Adidas Samba for about it, like I said, a year and a half now, uh, which is sort of like when it's the the trend of Adidas Samba has sort of taken off, and I'm really glad that people have started to wear them more, just because. The moment, like it's this Adidas Samba for anybody who has yet to try it or they've been apprehensive, like the moment you buy that shoe, especially in the classic white and black, I promise you, it'll immediately, whether you like it or not, become like your most worn shoe because they're super comfortable. They go with everything and they look great looking down at them, if that makes sense, because the T toe box that they have. So, yeah, not enough people yeah. talk about that actually. The top down look of the yeah, sneaker. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, like even like uh, most uh, sneaker reviews you watch, like they'll always show the on feet, which is like the side, but like no one ever talks about the 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 angle that you look at your shoes the most yeah. is always top down, right? So of course, of course. So 
so yeah, that those are, those are those have been amazing. Have you did you buy the the did you pre-order those kit sambas? Uh, I pre-ordered them. I didn't get them, but I I don't think that they're like like if i had gotten them cool i'm not gonna pay resale for them i I, what's interesting is i love clark's i I wear clark's wallabies that would be one of the shoes that would go into that that 15 other pairs of shoes that i wear and i do wear those often um but and and i wear the sambas often so you would think it'd be the perfect synergy but for me it's like uh i don't know there was just something i found that the the midsole looked kind of off place and i actually really enjoy that like brown um, outsole that is on the Adidas Sambas and um, for me personally those are usually the ones that I gravitate towards um, but I, I I didn't end up going for those but I really like them they're very nice the quality looks amazing and I don't know I feel like Kith is another one of those brands that like lately has been getting like a bit of a, a ra- like a tough like people have been kind of digging into Kith a little bit recently, no, which so, I don't so, uh, underst- understand fully. I do and I so, don't. Uh, so what I've noticed with Kith, so since we're talking about Kith, I think what Kith is doing right now is absolutely brilliant. So I don't know if you've noticed their last, like maybe like five or six campaigns, whether it be their spring summer campaign or um, their Porsche collab campaign, yeah. even the previous collabs before that. Have you noticed who they've been hiring to be like in these campaigns? Yeah, but have you noticed which celebrities in particular? I mean, the ones that jump out are there was Brian Cranston, there was exactly. Jerry Seinfeld, Edward Norton, Jerry Edward Seinfeld. Norton. What do all these people have in common? Uh, they're all know. older men. Oh, so, so like, they're attracting an older audience. Exactly. Like, and and there's no other brand in fashion that targets older men. Because like, and, and, and there's never been a brand that like people like older men in their like 40s and 50s can like gravitate to as like, oh, it's a cool brand for me, you know? And, and, and it's Kit, expensive, right? Yeah, it's expensive. And, and like, to be honest, like kids shouldn't try to target, you know, millennials or even like yeah. Gen Zs because they can't afford their stuff. So Kith is moving all its marketing to target older the older demographic and yeah. it's starting to become like the brand for the older demographic that's what i've noticed and, and it's it's very targeted if you notice what they're doing yeah i never really thought about it like that but yeah, it makes so, sense so, so it makes sense why like on tiktok like people are you know roasting it well guess what now this brand is not for you tiktokers anymore it's yeah, for yes, it's for I the older people with money yeah even so. the bmw collab like who <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's a very specific person buying a kit bmw let me just put it that way yeah yeah so the, that, that's just something I, it's it's pretty clear with their brand strategy like what they're trying to do i think i yeah, think at least that's interesting yeah but, yeah but anyway so getting back to the topic of sneakers so yeah. what would you say so far is your sneaker of the year it's tough i mean help me out if i forgetting any but like i feel like the air jordan 3 reimagine needs a shout although it's not number one and it can't be number one. Whenever there's like a retro that comes out every five years, yes. it's hard to put that number one. Bro, like, thank even you, for thank me, you. Even for I'm me. so glad you said that because yeah. I say that whenever I do my end of year top 10 countdown, I yeah. say this at the start of every video. Yeah, I'm like, never going to put like a retro yeah. unless unless it's a retro that's significantly different than the original like the off-white chicago air jordan one that's or, that or even or even last year like for example the 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 jordan one reimagined uh the chicago's i thought that yeah. they it, it was pretty yeah. unique from the original where like i'm like I, this is a contender yeah, but but if it's just it. like uh, you know bringing back the shoe like to me that shouldn't be in the discussion for sneaker of the year yeah they, they i mean they did the spider-man air jordan one that had the same chicago color blocking like it's like they okay this happens like every two years you know or maybe not every two years but like 
Yeah, I, I totally agree. But I do think that like an Air Jordan 4 Nike SB could be in the contender because it's it's kind of two things merging together yes. in in a way that's different. And, and they redesigned the, the shoe completely, right? And like to the untrained they eye, the they would probably disagree. But for people who are in the know, you would know that like it's a different shoe. It's not it's not the same. So I think that that could be up there. I think even the Kiss Sambas, like I feel like the, the one of those types of collaborations should be on there given the impact that that shoe has kind of had because one of the reasons why the Samba is so, so popular is because men and women can both enjoy it. And that's one of the things that propels a shoe is something that you know men and women can both get behind. And I'm not to say that women can't buy a lot of Air Jordans, but if you ask most females, they're more, uh, uh, you know, the average one at least they're probably more particular or would be interested in wearing those lower lower top silhouettes that are you know are relatively simple in terms of their design um but i'm trying to think so so the kith um sambas i think maybe could break the the, the list but it's still so early to tell right i'm just trying to think of shoes that have released so far um, I mean, it's it's been a, like even though it's only been three months, I feel like there's been a lot of very strong contenders. Help me out! Help me out! What what other? I mean, shoes like are there? for sure, like the Jordan Three reimagined. Yeah. I would put the I would put the four SBs in there, um, and and then like from um, from from New Balance's side, like I think the collab with Action Bronson. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, definitely. really good. That'll be on. I guarantee that'll be on at the end of year top ten list. From yeah, somebody, exactly, exactly. You know? Like I, I think, um, yeah. I mean, it's the kit, the kit, the sambas to me definitely is on the list. Although, although, like I so haven't far. seen the shoe in person, but I really like the concept, so yeah. it's it's it should be on there for me. Yeah, it's uh, like if I if I were to pick one right now, I would say the the fours, the the SBs. Uh, yeah, I would put number one right yeah, now. Yeah, I could see that, and I I wouldn't disagree with it. Yeah, you know, and and I'm and I'm able like sometimes you got to sit back, even though it's not like my favorite release of the year, but I can sit back and be like, yeah, that was an, an important thing, you know, and it was something that a lot of people are talking about and like uh, that whole thing. So yeah, okay, so so obviously like you're heavy into sneakers. So if yeah. if if money was no issue, right? Like, yeah. what is one sneaker that you would want to buy? It, this one's easy for me to answer, and it, it's the Nike Air Easy Two in um either the the black colorway or the pure platinum and the reason for that is because when i was the most passionate about sneakers that was the shoe that i wanted the wanted the most and it seemed so far out of reach then and even now it still seems far out of reach just because they're very 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 expensive and because of the air bubble it's kind of like a risky purchase at this point because it's like how many years would i be able to enjoy this shoe um but f like i said for the reason of the fact that i when i was most passionate about sneakers that's the shoe that i wanted most i still think that that would be um and uh, uh, the shoe that i my ultimate grail so far um and i mean regardless of what you can say about the guy kanye sure knows how to uh, design a, sh a shoe and i think almost second maybe third on that list and this one's a little bit more attainable it's actually the easy 700 in the gray gum colorway i there's something about the gray with the gum sole and that 700 model like so so good i love that shoe yeah, no, man, a lot of people say that those were like the best Yeezys, yeah. the 700s. Totally, and I, they, I feel like they dropped the ball in not being able to release more of those. But I, I think those, I think that was in the plans, you know, to actually yeah. come back this year. But of course, like that all broke apart. But yeah, and yeah. now, did you see the Jonah? You obviously saw like the Jonah Hill thing, right? No. What about what about Jonah Hill? 
uh, Kanye posted on his, uh, you can pull up Kanye's Instagram. He had, I don't, I think it was a post. He had said like, I meant retracting. Oh, he watched Superbad or something. Yeah, in the, and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, yeah, yeah, I saw and that. And I'm like, all right, dude, whatever. But <laughs> Dude, come on. You, you can't believe anything Kanye says at this point, man. Like, yeah. he's obviously trolling. He's got, okay, he's got a one picture right now on his Instagram, and it's a picture of Jonah Hill. <laughs> yeah. And but, he, but let me tell you something. Let's be very clear. If Kanye drops an album tomorrow, like, every, the entire world is listening to it, and they'll judge it regardless depends, of any though. recent bias that, that that depends if he drops it on spotify or not if he drops it only oh, on true. stem player like oh <laughs> yeah no i never listened to that album yeah exactly nobody did yeah, man because it was on did. stem <laughs> i don't know yeah. yeah but he's i don't know he's a mad genius man he's a yeah no i, I agree I, I i would listen to his album if he dropped one for sure guy, with a guy like kanye you don't you don't get the good of him which is his designs and his art without getting the bad and that's kind of the reality and the reason why we don't look at past geniuses like is because there was no social media at the time and their life wasn't under a microscope so yeah you know look at i'm sure guys like walt disney were in squeaky clean you know oh. they're on their come up so you know Yo, what I mean? man someone needs to make a documentary on walt disney man like i'm sure that guy did some <laughs> crazy shit exactly so um what about you what, what's like one of your grails uh, i mean like honestly like i most of the shoes I've ever wanted, to be honest, I've I've, I've just gone and bought that's them. That's beautiful, right? Yeah. But like, good. if there's one that's kind of haunted me, it's been like those ALD 990 V2s from like back in the day. You can't um, get those. Nah, cause man, like my like it's first of all, it's really hard to find even like a used pair that's like uh, going for a decent price. But like a yeah. new pair is like over two grand uh, U.S. dollars. I'm not yeah. I'm not spending that. So dude, lately uh, I've been like I said I've been going on eBay, yeah, and trying to find like old pairs that I that I couldn't get at the release. Like, but I'm get like I just bought a pair of the jo- uh, the Bordeaux Air Jordan Sevens. I was like, damn, yeah. I really wanted these. Saw them for one twenty. Mind you, there was no box and they were used, but I was like, "There's, they were in great condition." So I was like, "Hell yeah, I'm buying those." So I bought those. I've been looking at LeBron Nines because I was like, "I love Lebr- the LeBron Nine is my favorite Nike basketball shoe, um, other than like the classics. classics." You know what I mean? But I love the LeBron Nine, so I've been trying to look at. There's the mango colorway in particular that I absolutely love. I don't know where I would wear those. I'd probably wear them to the gym or something. Um, <laughs> but because you know, I you know, I don't know how they, I don't know how the LeBron Nine looks like with Carhartt Carpenter <laughs> pants or whatever. You know, with your I mean? with your Stussy knits. Yeah, not, yeah, it's not yeah, gonna yeah. Work. yeah, exactly. But. Um, but yeah, that's a shoe that I would love to get. But actually, uh, wait, I, I actually changed my mind because the question was if money was no issue, right? So yeah. if money was no issue, okay, the, my sneaker, my absolute favorite sneaker to buy would be the all white uh, Louis Vuitton Air Force One. Ooh, so, so that good. would be like my ultimate, yeah. ultimate grail. Oh. It's a gorgeous shoe. The monogram all over, I think, looks yeah. amazing. And just recently, there was a picture of Cristiano Ronaldo like sitting on his like porch <laughs> with those on, and I'm like, this oh, is yeah. like my greatest athlete of all time wearing yeah. like my Grail shoe. I'm like, that I need to print this photo. <laughs> yeah, he probably got for free. I'm like, I need to print this photo, yeah. put it in my house, man, as yeah, like yeah, my yeah. daily inspiration. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally agree. But like, man, the LV Jaspers, the the ones with yeah. the pink midsole, those are so tough. Yeah, and sick, um. Man the even the um the pigeon sb dunks i mean if money's not an issue issue i have tried to recreate that color blocking on you can't do it though on nike id 
you can't do it they won't think, allow you uh, but i think sean go uh like he? i think he did it on an air max sneaker like because i remember he yeah. put out a video with like the same uh, color blocking yeah. if i'm not mistaken have you ever done you know i've never done a nike id in all of I've, these years i've done I, like I've, I've done it on dunks so like uh, on never the dunks it. you can actually there's like you can pretty much just make yourself a panda or a, or a kentucky or syracuse yeah. right like like yeah, you can literally yeah, yeah, make yeah, yeah, any yeah. kind of dunk you want so yeah uh, i've done it on dunks before but that's it yeah 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 I, yeah i don't know I, all these years i remember okay. doing like uh you know lebron 10 design like just i don't know yeah i've never I've, I've always but i'll pull the trigger they, they hadn't they had nike by you on the lebrons too yeah back Didn't in the day it was it was okay. called nike id um which i know okay. you know but uh yeah um they've they've had it for a long 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 time the, okay. that whole program okay cool all right man my next question is uh definitely a question i'm very interested to get your take on this yeah. so what is your opinion on wearing sneakers with suits i'm not for it i'm not i'm okay. not a sneakers with okay. suits guy on my wedding day i'm wearing a pair of dress shoes because i i don't know i feel like completing the look is important to me and i feel like it's it's that's not to say that you can't wear sneakers with suits. Like if it's the summertime, you have a summer wedding, you're you're attending as a you want to throw on like a common projects type of shoe. Yeah, it depends. You know? It definitely depends on the shoe. Yeah. I, I agree. But I you I, you will not see me and my groomsmen wearing Air Jordan ones taking a like that's I find that I, to be corny in my in my opinion. I mean, I mean, I I totally share your opinion. Yeah. Even though, like, people would probably think since I love sneakers so much, I yeah. I would not. But yeah. I agree, man. I I think yeah. like with with a suit, That's it just doesn't. Especially Jordans, man. Like Jordans yeah. don't go with suits. Like, remember I, the Concords? People were like, "Oh, patent leather. You could wear Concords with a suit." Which no, is like, you can't. I know. I know. I know. You can't. One thing I, mean, I would the, do though. One thing yeah. I would do, and I think I might do this, is uh, once all is said and done. You know, it's your wedding night. It's like one o'clock in the morning. Everybody's on the dance floor. Everyone's enjoying drinks. That's when I would, even if I'm still wearing the suit, that's when I would bust out the shoes just because it's comfortable. And it's also my, like my wedding. So it's like, yo, I'll, you know what I mean? So I, I remember attending a wedding once where the, the groom did that, where he took all the photos, everything, uh, you know, pre-wedding, church, whatever. He was wearing dress shoes. And then when it was like 1.30 in the morning, that's when he busted out some like fresh Jordans. I was like, okay, I, I would do that. But, yeah, that, uh, that, that, that totally makes sense. For the photos, everything, I want everything to be is very traditional. I don't want to look back. It's 10, 20 years from now, like, oh my God, I can't believe I wore that at my wedding. Like, it'll be very black and white, just very well fitting suit or a tuxedo. You know, I, there won't be any like uh, burgundy coat or like nothing, <laughs> nothing like edgy, you know, just because yeah. I feel like you are going to look back on your wedding photos and the wedding video. And I just, I just would like for that moment to be like, oh yeah, I look very classic here. If that makes sense. That's yeah, same man. That's that's exactly how I yeah. want to look as well. Speaking of which, uh, I I didn't mention this at the top, but of course, congratulations oh, to you, you, man, big time on your engagement. When is thank the wedding, you. by the way? So the wedding is going to be in 2025, which which is some time out. Like I have okay. friends that have gotten engaged after me, and they're going to get married before me. But the reason why that it's taken a long uh, long time to sort of plan the wedding is because we're going to be doing a destination wedding in Portugal. Um, okay. Yeah. So uh, that's obviously takes a little bit more time, and we're we're connecting with uh, 
um, some wedding planners now. And um, you know, when you choose a wedding venue, it's important that you go visit. And so we go once a year to Portugal, uh, mm -hmm. my fiance and I. And uh, so this summer we're gonna be go going to look at venues. We have like a short list of places that we wanna hit up all, all along Lisbon and um, the Algarve and stuff like that. So uh, we have a couple options. And so once uh, we go and select the place, which will hopefully be by the end of the year, uh, we'll have a better sense of like the date and stuff like that. But you know, planning a wedding in a different country obviously adds a, a, a few more challenges than you would do if, if you lived in that country. Okay, that, uh, you, and you guys, I think you guys have a lot of family in Portugal as well, that's right? Correct. Yeah, yeah. Okay, no, so that's, that's amazing, man. That's gonna yeah. be awesome. It's gonna be a good time. And you know, I'm, I'm the youngest of uh, three siblings. Uh, uh, there's three of us. So my other two siblings, they did the traditional. So I was like, you know what? Like, I, I don't have this desire to. I'm what I do. I want whatever my fiance wants in terms of this wedding stuff because I really don't care whatsoever. But I do think it'd be cool to have a destination wedding. So that's kind of like where I'm approaching it. Dope, man. Dope, yeah. dope, man. That, that's good. And, and, and congrats to you as well. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, do you have any sense of your wedding stuff? I know it's very fresh with yeah, you guys, so, right? So, like, yeah, with, with us, it's like neither of us care about having a big wedding. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so, like, we, we, like we're, we're thinking, of, we're just trying to figure out, we're probably going to do it next year, but we're trying to figure out, like, what's the most low-key way to do yeah, it <laughs> yeah yeah so we're, we're looking at some some Save options money. right now That's but good. but like we're we're worse neither of us thankfully is like you know had this always had this huge dream to have a huge wedding so uh yeah i mean well it's probably gonna be next summer but we just don't know where or when yet yeah no i totally yeah. get that but yeah so i mean key, that'll be easy to get it that'll be easy to, to execute you know which is yeah great. for sure exactly exactly yeah, yeah. So, so what's what else is uh, next for you then this next year? Next for me, um, this year, like I said, still focusing on um, on the clothing line that I'm trying to trying to do and uh, trying to just you know have my own products that I can sell, um, which will be an extension of some of the ways that I make money, but also like stuff that I'm passionate about. Um, you know, like I said, I'm gonna be linking with other creators. I would love to for us to link on a video one day, but Germany, Toronto, like it's it's a bit of a trek. Yeah, so but it'll mean, have whenever, a one day. It'll have. Yeah, one whenever. Day. Yeah, next time I'm in town, I hundred yeah. percent want to do a video with you, Absolutely. man, for sure. Yeah. That would so, that would be that would be a, a absolute pleasure. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, just keep posting. Um, but my some of my long term goals, I, I would really love to get my own space to work out of, not just like a like a like a house or a room like an actual studio so that's something in the back of my mind mm -hmm. um and then yeah just trying to grow what i do as much as possible it's very fun and um i just i feel very blessed to be able to to do this um you know uh full time so that's kind of well the thanks a lot man on behalf yeah. of the kickback pod and all of our thank listeners you. appreciate it thank you so much for being a guest on the pod i know appreciate me it. personally really enjoyed uh having the discussion with you yeah uh, as, as yeah of talking. course <laughs> yeah exactly man like like definitely just just one of the one of the best people doing this right now oh, in, in you. sneaker youtube and uh yeah appreciate it for showing up yes. on the pod uh, for Absolutely. everyone else, thank you guys so much for listening as usual. And don't do not forget, do not forget <laughs> if you enjoyed this pod, just hit that hit that follow button, hit, hit that, that follow, follow button on Spotify. That's it. Just That's whoa, it. do one thing, Leave man. Hit the, hit the follow. Hit the follow. Tell yeah, a friend. Follow. Exactly. Tell a friend. You know? That's all. Man, I don't ask for much. It's like nothing. Exactly. I gave you. It's you guys free. just got. You guys <laughs> exactly. You guys just got a, an hour and a half of yeah. some great content. So just, just, just hit that follow button. Give me a five star. Appreciate it, guys. And until next time. Peace.